Cherry Hill Volvo, we have absolutely incredible offers and a plethora of both new and certified Volvos from which to choose. We are eager to offer amazingly competitive prices, plus an additional $1,000 Costco discount on all new Cherry Hill Volvos. When leasing or purchasing a new or certified Cherry Hill Volvo, you become a valued part of our team. Join Cherry Hill Volvo for the pricing and attention you deserve. I am Judith Krepnick, president of Cherry Hill Volvo. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. WPHT, WPHT, HD, WOGL, HD3, Philadelphia. From the Cherry Hill Volvo Studios, where relationships matter. Always live on the free Odyssey app. The revolution will be broadcast. This is the next generation of talk. Now on Talk Radio 1210 WPHT, Rich Zioli. I get questions. Why do you why do you play the news? That's CBS news. Why do you do it? But you see, sometimes you you get a nugget in there of something that is worth expounding upon, just like I just got, which I'll expound expound upon right now. Welcome to the show. Glad you're here today. It's Friday. Happy Friday. Happy Groundhog Day. Good news from Buxatani Phil. We got an early spring coming. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Uh, but the sad news, Carl Weathers died. I did not know that. He was an incredibly talented actor, obviously best known for Apollo Creed and Predator, um, but a whole bunch of other things, too. He was funny on Arrested Development. I mean, he had a, a, a huge, just a <clears throat> great body of work, but he will be missed for sure. Uh, and I'll tell you something else, too. You know, as I was thinking about... The news just now, you might have heard that they said that South Carolina's primary is coming up and they think Biden needs a strong showing among black voters. Well, first of all, it's it's a Democrat primary. Biden's going to win. But what's interesting is that that guy was speaking. I don't know if you heard this or not. The guy was speaking and he said, <clears throat> he said, uh, I think Biden's done a good job, but he's got to do more on the border. And he's part of this group of people going down to the border. So there's this black guy in South Carolina who thinks Joe Biden needs to do more on the border. You know, it's a mess for Biden right now. It really is. It's a mess all over the place. I'm going to get into the fact that the same group of wacko environmentalists, nut, nutbags in his party, are the same group of people that are also uh, pro-Gaza, pro-Palestine, and they're anti-Israel, and, and, and Biden's losing support, bleeding support among that group, too. So he's, and they're saying they, they may just not come out and vote. I mean, they may just stay home. By the way, if you joined us last night at Parks Casino for Comedy Night, thank you. We had a blast. It was a lot of fun. And you got to see me on stage singing I Got You, Babe. I just went up on stage. I grabbed the microphone, made Joni and the band stop. And Joni and I did a little riff on I Got You, Babe, where I just completely changed all the lyrics to things making fun of Joe Biden. Anyway, the big story of the day today, though, is the development around Fawny Willis, the Georgia Fulton County prosecutor who was going after Donald Trump. And that big story of the day is brought to you by my buddy, Dr. Mike Venaria, VenariaDental.com, my dentist, my friend, and the master 
of dental implants. Make an appointment to see him today. VeneriaDental.com. So the breaking news is that the embattled Fulton County prosecutor, Fawny Willis, has admitted to having an extramarital affair with Nathan Wade. Nathan Wade is the guy who she hired to be the special prosecutor to go after Donald Trump. This guy has no qualifications to be doing this whatsoever. He's made a cool 700 G's doing it, and he's taken his girlfriend, his admitted girlfriend, Fawny Willis, on trips. Lots of trips, luxurious cruises, beautiful stays in Napa Valley. And they got the receipts, all the receipts. And this is all, also, all because Mike Roman, who's been on the show before, Mike's a really smart guy, he pursued this. You know, he, he pursued this and got in touch with Nathan Wade's estranged wife. He's now since settled his divorce, so that's over his now ex-wife. But she said, look, the dude's been sending me 700 bucks every two weeks. I'm basically destitute here, and he's making all this cash. I'm entitled to some of that cash. And then it raised the conflict of interest questions of whether or not Fawny Willis should be sleeping with the prosecutor and then taking trips with the guy using money that she's paid him via the taxpayers of Fulton County, Georgia. And, of course, the answer to that is no, you should not be doing that. This is not a George Costanza, you know, was that wrong? I got to tell you, nobody told me. You know what the ethics are here. You know the ethics are say very, very clearly. You don't hire a special prosecutor who's not qualified, and then you become his gumad, and then... You, take, you go on trips with them, and meanwhile, the taxpayers are footing the bill. So this case in Georgia is over. It's over. There's no way now Fawny Willis can continue to prosecute Donald Trump. No way. She can't. And there's a, a, a advisory body in Atlanta, Georgia. They will, they will ultimately take this case away from her, and then they, the whole office, the whole office is compromised now. And they'll either assign it to a new district attorney or a new prosecutor, or they won't. And it's over. I'm telling you, the Georgia case is over. And this is the biggest disappointment for Democrats on this Groundhog Day. Whether they're happy about an early spring or not, they're bummed because they were hoping that Georgia was going to be how they got Donald Trump. How they got Trump once and for all and put him away behind bars in state prison where there's no pardon power and no ability for him to pardon himself because it's a state crime, not a federal crime. And they were hoping that he'd be behind bars as president of the United States of America, of course, which led to us to come up with the movie Escape from Georgia, Penal Edition, where the Navy SEALs have to go in and rescue the president of the United States from the Georgia Correctional Facility and have a standoff with the Georgia corrections officers. And it'd be a whole thing, kind of like The Rock slash The Rock meets Escape from Alcatraz. It'd be a whole whole thing. But meet Shawshank Redemption. It would have been a huge blockbuster movie. The only only problem, though, is it's not going to happen because this case is over. This case is done. But that's what they were hoping for. They were hoping for Escape from Georgia, Penal Edition, but now another version of that, because Penal Code is what I mean. But now another version of the Penal Code has now destroyed that case because Nathan Wade and Fawny Willis having an affair... And, and which would do, I mean, who, no one would care about that fact if it wasn't for the fact that she was paying him $700,000 of taxpayer money and then going on trips with him. You see, that's where it becomes an issue. You know, what they do behind closed doors is their own personal business, except if she brought him in as a special prosecutor and then paid him $700,000 and then went on trips with him. So, you know, there's that. There's that little minor asterisk next to the whole, you know, 
thing. And she's acting like this is just a, a, a private consenting relationship and uh, that anyone who's attacking her now is just racist. And Trump co-defendant Nathan Wade last month first accused Willis and special prosecutor Nathan Wade, Trump co-defendant Mike Roman, excuse me, and accused Willis and Nathan Wade of having romantic ties, claiming it rendered the far-reaching Georgia election interference indictment fatally defective. Willis responded to those accusations in court filings on Friday, writing that the motion is salacious and designed to obtain media attention. She offered a forceful defense of Wade as a leader more than capable of managing the complexity of the case, even noting how Roman's attorney made Facebook posts in 2016 voicing enthusiastic support for Wade's judicial campaign at the time. What is so what does that have to do with anything? The issue is not, first of all, I don't think Nathan Wade is qualified to do this because whether or not he was a, a, a judge dealing with parking tickets or not, if you really wanted to get a former president of the United States on this novel concept that he tried to steal the election in Georgia, which obviously he didn't do because, I mean, Georgia didn't go for him, so, but that he tried, wouldn't you bring in an experienced prosecutor who's got the ability to decades of experience around this and knows how to get people to talk and flip and not a dude who's been dealing with parking tickets and municipal traffic court. And then she wrote the following. She said, in an attached affidavit from Wade, he insisted he was no more than friends with the district attorney prior to his hiring in 2021. In 2022, District Attorney Willis and I developed a personal relationship in addition to our professional association and friendship. Personal relationship is translation for we started having sex. Sexual relations. Now that right there is a big no-no, you know, because that's not, you're not supposed to do that stuff. It's a big no-no. But you got to wonder, I mean, when she brought him in in 2021, did she have the hots for him? You know, maybe maybe she thought this could turn into something if she hired him. You know, did she think that by bringing him in, maybe she could wreck his home and break up his marriage and then, you know, sneak in there? And I don't know. I don't know. Maybe they did genuinely start as friends. And it just transformed. But either way, you see, it really reaches a, cre- a crescendo of an ethics violation when she starts going on trips with the dude who's making all this money from her office. It becomes a very, very problematic issue. Roman's motion asked for the charges against him to be dropped and for Willis, Wade, and the Fulton County District Attorney's Office to be blocked from continuing to work on the case. At nearly the same time, Wade's estranged wife raised the issue in their ongoing divorce proceedings. Lawyers for Jocelyn Wade later filed bank statements appearing to show flights to San Francisco and Miami in the pair's names while the district attorney's office investigated Trump and his allies. Now, obviously, the minute that they crossed that line should have been the minute that he removed himself from the case. And he said, now that now that we've crossed the Rubicon here. I'm going to, I, I can't, I can't be the special prosecutor anymore because people are going to scream impropriety, but they didn't think they'd get caught. See, that's the problem. Nobody ever thinks they're going to get caught. They got caught and they got the receipts. So, you know, but I mean, they were, they were very, very um, blatant about the whole thing. I mean, they really were, you know, trips and hotels and, and airline tickets and all that stuff. And, 
It's hard to pay cash for that stuff in this day and age, but then you also have to put her name on things because of federal law. So you can't you know, put a, f- a fake name on an airline ticket. I mean, unless you get a fake ID in the whole business, but that, that's a whole other complication, right? Well, this was bound to come out eventually. And the minute that they crossed that line, he should have removed himself from the case, obviously, but he didn't. In 2022, they started this romantic relationship, and then for years after that, they're continuing this romantic relationship, and she's paying him and going on trips with him. In the Friday filing, Willis denied any benefit from her relationship with Wade, indicating that they divide their personal travel expenses rather evenly and have no shared finances. Oh, well, that's good. That's good to know. They split the tab. To be absolutely clear, the personal relationship between Special Prosecutor Wade and District Attorney Willis has never involved direct or indirect financial benefits to District Attorney Willis. Willis also said that Wade's compensation, which amounts to at least $650,000, should not be compared to that of other special prosecutors who are tasked with dramatically less time-consuming work. Other prosecutors are making a lot less money than he is. You gotta wonder why. Special Prosecutor Wade made much more money than the other special prosecutors only because Wade did much more work. Well, then how come he was given so much more work would be the follow-up question to that. Wade's wife subpoenaed Willis for a deposition in the divorce case, but the testimony is indefinitely on hold after Wade reached a temporary agreement settling the matter. Andrea Hastings, one of Jocelyn Wade's lawyers, previously accused Willis of trying to hide under the shield of her position as district attorney by attempting to get out of testifying. The revelation of the relationship threw a curveball into prosecution of the former president. Prior to Willis's response, Steve Sadow, Trump's lead attorney in Georgia, had publicly questioned on Thursday whether the district attorney would answer to the accusations that she went on personal vacations with Wade and whether Willis would reveal who in the office knew about their relationship. Willis also replied today to a claim in Trump's motion joining Roman's bid to disqualify the district attorney that Willis sought to foment racial animus against the former president and his co-defendants to draw attention away from her affair. During a church service commemorating Martin Luther King Jr., Willis implied race played a part in the criticism that she and Wade faced after Roman's motion was filed. No, because this is what they always do. They play the race card. They turn around and go, oh, they're only, co- they're all, they're only coming after me because of racism. It's only racism. Just because I'm a black woman. That's it. Quote, defendant Trump's motion fails to establish an adequate basis in law or in fact, but even if it somehow did establish such, it fails to articulate any reasonable argument connected to a real, actual legal standard. Instead, much like the motion advanced by defendant Roman, defendant Trump's motion appears designed to generate media attention rather than accomplish some form of legitimate legal practices. Willis's acknowledgement of their relationship today was filed the day of the judge's deadline for the district attorney to respond to Roman's motion. A hearing is set for February 15th, where the attorney for Roman Trump and at least one other co-defendant will seek Willis's disqualifications. And don't forget what's happening on the on the state level in Georgia, because what you have happening now is that the state legislature and the governor, they've turned around and they've said, OK, well, we're, we're now going to go forward with this law that we passed which is basically now going to give us the ability to remove 
her from the case. Because Georgia knows this thing stinks. In addition to that, the House has subpoenaed Georgia Georgia District Attorney Phony Willis over the claims by that whistleblower, and we shared that with you earlier in the week, who came out and said to her, and it's all on, 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 on microphone there, it's all on video, that this guy was abusing federal funds, misusing federal funds, federal grant money. And Phony Willis was like, I don't care. And she fired the whistleblower. So now Jim Jordan's committee has now subpoenaed her. So she's in a world of trouble, a world of trouble. It's, it's, it's bad. But you know who's really mad now? Are the, the left is furious with her because she couldn't keep it in her pants. And now the whole case is going to blow up. It's all going to blow up and it's over. And this was their big chance. This was their big chance to get Trump. Because they know that if Trump gets indicted on the federal level, or not indicted, but if he's found guilty on the federal level, he can just pardon himself. But not in Georgia. Not in Georgia, where the governor doesn't have the power and the president can't can't pardon himself for a state offense. So they were really hoping this was it. This was the end. You have now these two attorneys who are making a ton of money having this relationship and going after Donald Trump in a very, very political prosecution. And now the state of Georgia, the Republican legislature and the Republican governor are going to move forward with a law that's going to enable them to remove her. So either way, she's toast. She's toast and that's it. But you and I both know something. And that is that every time they go after Trump, as Bill Maher said, they make the guy into basically a martyr. He's like a revolutionary. Bill Maher says a lot of things that are that are not correct, but and he and he's no fan of Trump. But he says a lot of things that are that are spot on. He does, and he's not a fan of Trump. He thinks Trump's going to win, though. He did an interview with Reason Magazine, and he said, "I think a lot of people are. I wish Biden would step aside." Well, first, I wish Trump doesn't win, but he totally could, and it's looking more like he will. But a lot can change in a year. It's not a year. Ten months, nine months, eight months. We haven't had any of the trials, although if the January 6th commission and the media and everything else haven't changed people's minds about liking him, I think these trials are only going to make him look like a revolutionary leader. Let's think about that for a moment. They go after Trump in Georgia. And right now, based on the the polls that I'm paying attention to of likely voters in the states that matter. Georgia being one of those states, Trump has an eight-point lead. An eight-point lead. So it's not, it's not hurting him. If anything, it's only helping him. And I think the lead, I think the lead is actually bigger than that because I, I still think there are people that are lying to pollsters and are afraid to say that they're voting for him. No, I think his lead is even bigger. And I think what you're hearing across the aisle right now is an acknowledgement that Trump is going to beat Joe Biden. You're hearing that everywhere. People are saying it and they know this and they don't know what to do about it. They want Joe Biden to step aside. They know that their efforts to get Trump to be the nominee because that's what they were trying to do. They figured if they go after him, it will elevate him. He'll become the Republican nominee and he's the easiest one to beat. That's what they thought. They were wrong. They played with fire and now they're getting burnt big time. Because all these prosecutions has only emboldened him. They knew that would happen. But what they didn't count on was the fact that Joe Biden would be such a disaster. This plan that they put in motion years ago, years ago, 
to go after Trump relentlessly, hoping he'd get the nomination. But now Joe Biden is hemorrhaging support from black voters, Hispanic voters. He's hemorrhaging support from Muslim voters. He's hemorrhaging support from Jewish voters all across the board. There are people now who are just saying, we just probably just won't vote. We just stay home. I mean, it's bad. It's really bad. And how do you how do you turn around and you say uh, we can we can we can write this ship in February when the election is in November and early voting starts in October? How do we how do you write this ship now? Democrats messed up big time. Their strategy of making sure that Trump will be the nominee and then having to face the fact that he's going to beat Joe Biden because Joe Biden is such a pathetic candidate will be something that they will regret forever. And they're, they're, they're not going to just give up. I mean, they're going to keep trying. They're going to keep trying very, very hard to, to you know, to, to stop him in any way they can. And that's ultimately why I think they may have no choice but to move Joe Biden off the ticket because Joe Biden can't beat him. He can't. Maybe another Democrat can't beat him either, but at least they'll think that maybe he has a chance. You know, at, least, at least another Democrat won't have to answer for Joe Biden because this election is really a referendum on him. You think about it. So the other issue of the day today is the illegal immigration crisis, which now in New York City, I mean, you got Governor Kathy Hochul coming out and saying they need to go about all, all these uh, these criminals, these illegal immigrants who punch the cops. They need to go. And she got blasted by the uh, New York City Police Benevolent Association because these guys basically walked free. And Kathy Hochul said they need to go. So now all these sanctuary city mayors and governors are saying these people need to be deported. Well, welcome to the party, pal. Mayor of New York City said it too. But the whole point of being a sanctuary city was to say that people won't be able to be deported, even if they're criminals, because that's who it was always about, criminals. Sanctuary city did not mean that ICE could not come to your city and take somebody from their house. It meant that if you were in a correctional facility of some kind and then the feds wanted that person, they wouldn't turn them over. That's what it meant. They would not turn over a criminal in their jail to the, to, to the feds to deport them. That's literally what a sanctuary city meant. And when Jim Kenney did the white man's overbite and danced and said, we are a sanctuary city, yeah, that's what he meant. Now you have illegal immigrants beating the crap out of cops on the streets of New York City. And now suddenly the mayor, the governor, turning around and going, we got to deport these people. Well, welcome to the party, pal. That's what we've been saying. But isn't it something, though? No person's illegal. Hate has no home here. Blah, 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 until it shows up on your doorstep. Easy to say those things when you think nobody's coming. But then they show up, and suddenly you regret ever saying those things in the first place. 855-839-1210. On Twitter, at Rich Zioli. We got a lot to chat about today on this Groundhog Day, where we now know we'll have an early spring, thanks to good old Puck Satani Phil. We'll be right back. Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. 
We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. After the end of a good fight, you deserve an ice cold reward. Medela is the mark of a fighter. You've earned this rich golden lager with a crisp, refreshing taste. Because you know the bigger the fight, the better the reward. You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medela is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Import, Chicago, Illinois. The Zioli Show, on your schedule. From Talk Radio 1210 WPHT in the free Odyssey app. You know, I would tweet, Sharon, I'd say, hey... I sang your song last night, but she blocked me on Twitter, so I, she won't see it, which is a shame. <laughs> that is one of my claims to fame, is that I am blocked on Twitter by Cher. And I'm proud of that fact. But it is Groundhog Day, which is why we are playing that song. We might play some other songs from the movie today. I rewatched it last night. It's an excellent film. And uh, I highly recommend you rewatch it as, as well. I don't like uh, Jonah Goldberg these days, but years ago he wrote a great piece about Groundhog Day. And the philosophical meaning of it, which is fantastic. But it's also just a very, very funny movie, too. And Bill Murray's just great. And you two, as producers of this radio show, Matt DeSantis and Henry Machette, you should think about how Bill Murray treats his producers. (laughs) Because I treat you much better. I guess that's true. Very thankful on this Groundhog Day. Yes, I was thinking about that when I was watching. I was like, wow, he's really a jerk to uh, <laughs> to both of them. You know what I mean? <laughs> he refused to stay at the same hotel. He needed to be at a B&B. Very much a prima donna. It's not who I am. Nope. So I hope you're grateful for that on this Groundhog Day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. You're welcome. Thank, yes, thank, thank you, Rich. No, yeah. it's the least I can do. It's a, you're well. It's the least I can do. No we, problem. We appreciate. Yeah, it. when you're in the luxury suite at the Grand Hotel and I'm sleeping in the back seat of my car, I'll I'll remember <laughs> this. I'll remember this conversation. <laughs> All right, that's a fair point, but that's that's okay. Fair, got me there. Well, the nice, I mean, the good, the good thing about it, so what, so the, so the little rat saw his shadow, is that what, or didn't see his shadow? What is it again? He didn't see it. Did not see his shadow. So because of that, now we have um, an early spring. Correct. Yes. But he's okay, never good. right. He's never correct. He's only right 39% of the time. What do you mean he's never time. correct? He's what only, does that mean? Statistically, since 1887, which I think is the first year that they uh, they had Puxatani Phil uh, come out and see if he saw a shadow or not, he's only been right 39% of the time. So in 107 attempts, 39% hit rate. That's not good. Really? <laughs> yeah. What, just, what like, do weather people hit at? I'm sure more than 39%. Okay, well, he's a groundhog, so... <laughs> what, what do you want from him? That's my whole point. You shouldn't be putting too much faith into his prediction. For a groundhog, it's a pretty good prediction. No, it's not. You could flip a coin and get a better uh, hit rate. Well, groundhogs can't flip coins. Well, wait a second. Wait a second. If it, it, his his predictions are pretty consistent with with weather people, right? 
I don't think so. I mean, ask John Belaris. Well, I, I don't know. Is that true? I, I, I have no idea. I'm just saying, if you if you think about it, how often are weather people wrong? They still have jobs. Poor Phil comes out once a year, and if he gets it wrong, he doesn't have a chance to make it up the next the next day. I don't think the weatherman is wrong. Uh, you know, sixty percent of the time, though. You should research that. Let's see. before you, before you start going on on your anti Phil crusade, <laughs> you should look into how often weather people are wrong. And, and and let's call them weather people, please, okay? Sorry, weather Justin people. Trudeau would not be happy with they're, you calling them weather man. They're right 80 to 90% of the time. Henry, can you play my clip? We, we like to say people kind, Thank not you. necessarily mankind, because uh, yeah. it's more inclusive. You, Justin. Yes. So, for example, in Cuba, a weather person in Cuba would say it's going to be a hot day. You what, know what I mean? Because it's hot in Cuba. Choose Cuba out of curiosity. Well, I'm, just, I'm just picking a random country. I don't know. I'm just saying. I'm, as I bring up Justin Trump, I'm just picking a random country where it's hot and the weather people are often correct because it's, every day they come out and they get to go, it's hot, you know? So if he chooses to go to the place of his birth one day, he'll be able to enjoy how hot it is. Canada? So. No, Havana, but that's... Uh, <laughs> That's that's not our official stance on the show. <laughs> well, <clears throat> allegedly, I think that uh, Phil did a heck of a job. I was listening to Opelka fill in for me last night, uh, who clearly had started the bourbon a little bit early yesterday. Good for him. But as I was driving to Parks last night, I was listening to him, and he mentioned that, and, and this was the best one, that Staten Island Chuck bit Bill de Blasio. That was a great moment. That's one of the best moments in American political history right there. That groundhog took a big bite of his flesh. And then it great. Tur- turned out it wasn't even Chuck. It was like his girlfriend Charlotte or something. Well, don't mess with the, don't mess with a female groundhog. <laughs> One of the great political cover-ups of our time. It was. Yeah. They swapped out the the groundhog. Oh, they really did. Yeah, it's a real thing. See, this is what happens in corrupt administrations. This is what happens. But now, and I guess now they want to move. I heard Mike say they want to move to a coin flip because they say it's not fair to the groundhog. You know, this is not good for the groundhog community. Without Groundhog Day, the groundhog is meaningless. As an animal, meaningless. They're just a pain in the neck, and you know, they burrow through your freaking yard and everything else. Groundhog Day, this is why I'm, I'm against bans on dwarf tossing, because for the dwarf community, this is their time to shine. And when Maisie Hirono proposed a ban on dwarf tossing, I said, well, the dwarf community does not want it. They're happy. They want to be tossed. This is how they make money. So when the environmental wackos come out and try to protect the groundhog's rights, I keep saying, what, what, what's Phil going to do? You put Puxitani Phil out of a job, what's he going to do? Learn to code? Huh? There's no backup plan. This is it. So I'm just saying, back off, man. That may work with the chicks, but it won't work with me. Uh, groundhogs can't flip coins. Yeah, which one of you two just said that? I did. Okay, thank you for it's that. It's true. It's factual. No, I I, I, under, I I do understand that point, but I just thank you for clarifying the groundhogs yeah. can't flip coins. I, I appreciate that. Thank you. Yeah, thank I just you. I just had to get it out there. Fun fact. <laughs> fun, fun fact on a Friday: groundhogs can't flip coins. <laughs> Prove me wrong. Eight five five eight three nine twelve ten on Twitter at Rich Zioli. I, I swear, every day feels like Groundhog Day in many ways with our with our political. Uh, season the way it is. Groundhog Day is an interesting day because we wake up, we we get the prediction, 
We're ho- we're hopeful. We're, we're optimistic. It's like the Super Tuesday of weather. It really is. It's a Super Tuesday of weather because we we're we're excited. Uh, we go into it, and then today it went our way. But then there's Saturday when it's cold. You know, tomorrow's going to be post Groundhog Day, and then it's going to be cold tomorrow. We're going to go like, where, like, where's this early spring? I equate that to Super Tuesday because Nikki Haley says she's staying in all the way to Super Tuesday. And then I wonder what she's going to do on Despair Wednesday or Disappointment Wednesday or uh, Devastation Wednesday because she says she's staying in. And I'm telling you right now, this is like Groundhog Day. She's going to get crushed in South Carolina where Trump has a two to one lead, just like she lost in New Hampshire, just like she lost in Iowa. And then she's going to go on to Super Tuesday and she's going to lose all those states, too. And it's going to be like Groundhog Day for her. My question is. Super Tuesday, what happens on on Wednesday? Hangover Wednesday. Disappointment Wednesday. Is it the end of the line on Wednesday? Because she told Jake Tapper, she said, I'm all in. I'm all in at Super Tuesday. So I want to know what happens Wednesday morning. That is the question. We'll ask that question throughout the show today. And the other question that I have is what will we remember Carl Weathers best for besides Rocky? We all know Apollo Creed. And obviously for being a, a show based in Philadelphia is very, very special. I mean, that scene, and Henry, if you could pull the scene for me where he talks about why he wants to do the fight on the 4th of July in Philadelphia. You know the scene I'm talking about? Yeah, against the Southpaw, against Rocky. He's, yeah. in his, he's in his office, and that's a, a pivotal scene. It's so Philly. It's so America. It's great. The Bicentennial, 1776, the fight in Philadelphia against an underdog, the Italian Stallion. Great. It's a great scene. But what is Carl Weathers best known for outside of Rocky is what I want to know. That's what I want to know in your own personal opinion. So let me know. 855-839-1210. Or you can tweet me at Rich Zioli if you like. What do you think his <coughs> excuse me, other seminal <laughs> performances are? Sorry, I just chugged a Red Bull and I'm having a little bit of a agita, as we call it. <laughs> a little agita. Do you think they have a groundhog in Cuba? <laughs> do they need to? Not. That's Do they need sunny. to predict it, whether it's an early spring in Cuba? What's the weather in Havana right now? I'm asking for a Canadian prime minister. What is it? Havana weather. What is it right now? It is a balmy 77 degrees. Tomorrow's going to be 79 degrees. Beautiful. Pretty nice. Beautiful day on tap. Sunny and 79 and Marxist. That's the, that's, that's the forecast for Cuba tomorrow. Justin, you should go. Get your vitamin D levels up because it's very, very cold and dark in Canada. Doesn't matter how many groundhog predictions. Can't save you, pal. Know what I mean? Time for you to go home to the motherland. <laughs> no, he's already there. We believe, uh, we believe he's Canadian. You believe whatever you want. And we believe that Puxitani Phil is a great forecaster. The prognosticator of prognosticators, which was my title, politically speaking. I was the political prognosticator of prognosticators until I made a huge mistake this political cycle, predicting that Doug Burgum would go all the way. I am the Puxitani Phil of politics today because I predicted Burgum would stand up there and take the oath of office. And then I followed that prediction up with Ace of the Hat Hutchinson that he would wind up becoming president. Two in a row. (laughs) The political prognosticator of prognosticators, me, lets you down on both of those predictions. 
But don't worry, there's plenty of time for me to make it up to you. 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli, if you'd like to weigh in. We got a lot of show. We got a big Friday. Dr. Victoria Coates is going to join us. Are we getting ready to strike Iran militarily? And we'll also talk to Dr. Wilford Riley about all that is woke in the world. Don't go away. Thanks for listening to the Zioli Show podcast from Talk Radio 1210 WPHT and the Odyssey app. <laughs> Very nice. That's good. <laughs> I see what you did there, Henry. I what? see what you did there. No, nothing. I got you, baby. It's cold outside, campers. Uh, 855-839-1210. Apparently, airstrikes have started uh, in Syria. We're getting some reports on that. Good time to have Dr. Victoria Coates on the show. She'll join us soon. But apparently now we are doing something retaliatory in the Middle East. That is, that's the latest that we're, we're getting right now. We don't have the full extent of it, but it will be developing, I'm sure, throughout the afternoon. So we'll keep you posted on that. The basic summary right now is... That some something may have started, so we'll keep an, keep a watchful eye on that for you. The other thing is that in uh, New York City, the attack suspects, the guy, the illegal immigrants who beat up the cops, may have fled to California. They may have fled to California. So we're gonna we're gonna talk about that as well throughout the afternoon, no doubt about it. Uh, this is one of my favorite scenes from Rocky with Carl Weathers, who uh, passed away today at seventy nine years old. Great, great actor. Uh, take a listen. I did. Without a ranked contender, what this fight is going to need is a novelty. This is the land of opportunity, right? So Apollo Creed on January 1st gives a local underdog fighter an opportunity. A snow white underdog, and I'm going to put his face on this poster with me. And I'll tell you why. Because I'm sentimental. And a lot of other people in this country are just as sentimental, and there's nothing they'd like better than to see Apollo Creed give a local Philadelphia boy a shot at the greatest title in the world on this country's biggest birthday. Now, that's the way I see it. And that's the way it's going to be. Apollo, I like it. It's very American. Now, Jurgens, it's very smart. So good. So good. But what else is he known for? Preston's in May's Landing. Preston, happy Friday, buddy. Hey, Rich. How are you today? Doing well. How are you? Good. Hey, I was the guy from uh, Tennessee that was at the Grand Hotel with you. I uh, remember you. We took a great picture together, you and your brother. Yes, we did. Absolutely. Yeah, I wanted to say uh, it was uh, when he was uh, Happy Gilmore's trainer and he lost his hand to the alligator. (laughs) Yes, yes. That was great. He was great. He was great in Happy Gilmore. Absolutely. One of my favorites. All right, Preston. Thanks, buddy. You have a great weekend. Thanks, Rich. Appreciate it. You got it. You bet. Thanks for coming to that show. We are we are going to do more shows at the Grand Hotel for 2024. We're just uh, working on the dates, but we'll be back. I'm excited about it. Live shows at the Grand Hotel. Don't forget, next week, Wednesday night, is our event with Terry Hayes. Uh, He is the author of the book, The Year of the Locust, and he'll be signing the book. We'll have a great chat. He and I on stage together chatting about The Year of the Locust, and uh, you get your tickets by going to 
WPHT.com. We'll talk about the CIA. We'll talk about what it's like to be um, in, in, in the industry, you know, of, of Hollywood. And he left Hollywood very unhappy with how that industry was. But he was a great mind behind movies like Road Warrior and others. So I'm excited to have that conversation. It's going to be a lot of fun. Uh, Dan is in Havertown. Dan, what else is Carl Weathers known for? In your mind, the best known hey, for outside hey, of Hey, Rich. Right on. Um, yeah, character ring the bell, Apollo. Anyway, yeah, I love that movie. No, but uh, Predator. Predator is a great movie. Yeah, I think in a, the lexicon a smallish of, kind of part in that. Yeah, I think in the lexicon of Carl Weathers, you got to you got to go. Predator is probably number two, right, in terms of what he's known for. I would think so. Yeah, he's pretty recognizable in that movie. Uh, he did some black uh, uh, black exploitation films in the seventies. I think he did one or two with uh, Pam Greer, but nobody watches those movies except me. So anyway, they're great. <laughs> movie though. Buff, what can I say? Oh yeah, I love it. I can't get enough of it. I wish I could watch more. I wish I could stay home all day and just watch movie after movie after movie after movie. But uh, can't really do that. They don't make good movies anymore. It sucks. Do what 30% of America does and just stay home all day streaming and let the government send you benefits. Oh, that's a great idea. That's a great idea. That would work for about two days, and I, I'd go crazy because i got to be out, outside every day and doing different stuff and seeing people, and I just can't. That, that's, that's, not, uh, that's not in my blood. You know what I mean? I hear you, brother. I hear you. Thanks, Dan. You have a great weekend, pal. Appreciate it. John, happy uh, Groundhog Day. Happy Groundhog Day, Rich. Uh, great show. Love it. Love it. Don't it? Don't forget us little people when you make it bigger and bigger and bigger out there, all right? Oh, you stop it. I'm just fine where I am, but thank you for that compliment. <laughs> uh, I got one for you. I think it's back in the late 80s, after Rocky, little hiatus. He came out with his own movie called Action Jackson. I believe he was like an ex-cop or something. Yes, so Action Jackson, right. And then Predator and Happy Gilmore, obviously. But he also did voiceovers. He did mm-hmm. some voiceovers, I think, for uh, Medicare or something. I, I don't know, way back when. And That's all I you, got, Rich. Do you remember, uh, did you ever watch the show Arrested Development? Uh, heard of it, never watched it. Very, very funny show. I highly recommend it. Not not the spinoff, not not the one they did on Netflix, but the original three seasons. And he was in that, and it was he, he was great in that, too. That's a really funny wow. show. But hey, listen. I'm going to go look it up now. Excellent contribution, my friend, and you have a wonderful weekend. Thank you. Thanks, Rich. Thank you. All right. Uh, 855-839-1210 on Twitter, at Rich Zioli. Uh, so right now, this is, the, this is the news we're getting. Retaliatory U.S. airstrikes begin in Syria. Iranian proxies and affiliates in the Middle East. And this is going to develop throughout the afternoon. We have Dr. Victoria Coates here at 430. She, of course, is the expert on all these things from foreign policy-wise. Uh, so this is a perfect day to have her on the show. But that's what's happening right now. Retaliatory U.S. airstrikes begin in Syria. Where this goes from here, I don't know. Obviously, none of us do. I I think I can express the sentiment that you probably feel, which is that, damn, we wish we had a different commander-in-chief in in the White House right now. Because it, 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 it could absolutely blow into something much bigger, and it makes me very, very nervous. Uh, Cynthia? On Christ, the solid rock I stand on Twitter, at Mom5Jersey, said Carl Weathers also had a nice guest role in the TV show White Collar. And she said, one of my all-time favorite movies, Predator. Great Carl Weathers performance. Um, Howard Levin says, Rich, finally found the Groundhog cartoon song on YouTube, Hourly Bump Music. What's the 
Groundhog cartoon song. I don't know what that is. I'll have to look that up. Thank you for the tip, Howard. Marcus Aurelius says Carl Weathers was great in Chariots of Fire. Chariots of Fire, running on the beach. Oh, wait, that's Rocky Three. <laughs> that's funny. Uh, and Signs of Autumn Science says, Rich, I'm not sure, but I think Justin Trudeau went to Canada to be in complete opposite environment to avoid thinking about his father. It's a great idea for him. I can understand that. If you want to escape your father, you go to a completely different climate. You can't get more opposite of Cuba than Canada. I'm just saying. Joseph said Action Jackson. Linda Heinrich said Carl Weathers was great on in the heat of the night. And Road Warrior, Predator, had a pretty badass cast of bad asses. Uh, very, very good. Johnny Z, Happy Gilmore. Uh, yeah, no doubt. Chubbs, no doubt, man. It was great. I, I think, um, I think too, what I loved about Happy Gilmore was the fact that, he, you know, at the end of the movie, he's, he's up in heaven with the alligator. And we've talked a lot about, or was it a crocodile or alligator that took his hand, right? If I'm not mistaken? Mm. Oh, tell me you two have seen Happy Gilmore, yeah, right? I've I, seen it, but I don't remember. Yeah. That is, know. Happy Gilmore is, is got one of the funniest movies. I think it's Adam Sandler's funniest movie by far. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Right? No, I mean, people always bring up Billy Madison. Happy Gilmore is funnier than, than, than yeah, that. Yeah, I'm with you there. I'm pretty sure Chubbs had his arm eaten by, by an alligator. And I, I, I want to say alligator's right. Yeah, yeah, I think at the end of the movie, I think he and the alligator are both like like friends in heaven. Yeah, they're waving down. <laughs> yeah, they're waving down, right. It's great. It's great. Uh, he'll be missed. That's a bummer. I, I, I always really liked him. He was a great actor, but Apollo Creed, man. I mean, there's nothing, nothing better. And then the speech he gives uh, Rocky in Rocky Three, of course, when he becomes his trainer to train him. And then ultimately the... Um, when he dies in Rocky Four at the hands of Ivan Drago, spoiler alert. <laughs> Some I, people may not have seen it yet. I, I cried. Come and tell me you didn't cry when Apollo Creed died at the hands of Ivan Drago. Yeah, it scared the bejesus out of me when I was a kid, you know, watching that for the first time. I was like, you <sighs> can die, you can die in the ring? Because first of all, Apollo Creed started out as the bad guy. I mean, Rocky ends and he goes, there ain't going to be no rematch. And Rocky says, I don't want one. And then as the story arc goes and Rocky beats him in Rocky 2, they become friends in Rocky 3, helps Rocky get his mojo back so he could fight and beat Clubber Lang. You know what I mean? And Apollo Creed lectures Rocky and how he lost the eye of the tiger. He lost the eye of the tiger. And then in Rocky Four, he dies at the hands of Ivan Drago, friggin' Russians. And that was a CIA psyop to get us to hate Russia in advance of, of the 2016 election where they were going to blame Russian collusion. I just made that last part up, but it did. <laughs> why not? All right, so explosions reported in Syria. That's the breaking news right now on the show. We will keep you updated throughout the afternoon. Obviously, there's a lot of questions about where this goes, what happens, what it all means, so we're going to fill you in on all of it. Don't worry about it. You have nowhere to go but right here. Uh, the latest on New York, the immigration crisis, these illegal immigrants... All of it. 855-839-1210 on Twitter at Rich Zioli. Coming right back. Rich Zioli, weekday afternoons, 3 to 7. Talk Radio 1210, WPHT, and on the free Odyssey app. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s. And each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month without a pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. Oh, oh, oh. 
Protect your vehicle's engine with a full synthetic oil change and save with Mobile One at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Purchase five quarts of Mobile One full synthetic motor oil and receive a $10 O'Reilly gift card after rebate. See store for details. With your Mobile One purchase, you'll also receive two times points during Old Rewards Bonus Points Month at O'Reilly Auto Parts. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. We get it. Attention spans just aren't what they used to be. Heads in social media and eyes on Netflix. But what do people do with their ears? Well, for one, they're listening to audio. Americans spend 4.4 hours with audio every day. Oh, and you want the proof? Well, you just sat through this ad that's now approaching 30 seconds. What could you say to a potential customer in 30 seconds? Let Odyssey put together a media plan tailor-made for your unique marketing needs. Advertise with Odyssey. Visit ads.odyssey.com.